One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, welcome back to Soul Sisters. This is your host, Jesse Katz, coming at you from New York City in the middle of August, which is my birthday month. So for any fans out there, who have been waiting, wondering when is the appropriate time to send me those gifts you've been crafting for me. Now is the time. Send them on in. Can't wait to see them. August 29th. I uh, don't know if I should say when my exact birthday is, but what? that's a weird paranoid thing. Why wouldn't I say it? That's when it is. August 29th. Same day as Michael Jackson. So make of that what you will. Um, hope you guys are all doing great. We have a really fun episode for you today with Allison Pierce who is a singer that I have admired kind of from afar for years, although we floated in kind of concentric circles for a while um, back in the early to mid-aughts in New York City. We had some friends in common, and I used to see her and her sister perform. They were in a band together called The Pierces, and they were just these really cool, beautifully voiced, beautifully looking <laughs> women that would... Um, perform at really cool shows and venues and I thought that I would love to be friends with them and now here we are 10 some years later and I'm uh, chilling on Soul Sisters with Allison so this was a treat for me Uh, Dara met her for the first time but they got along like gangbusters as I think the phrase goes and uh, yeah this was a really cute chat so I hope you guys enjoy it Um, be sure to subscribe to Soul Sisters on iTunes if you haven't already so that you catch all of our upcoming episodes that are coming this summer and, uh, and beyond the summer. We don't plan on stopping anytime soon. So, uh, please subscribe and make sure you also follow us on Instagram at Soul Sisters podcast and be sure to follow Billboard's YouTube channel where we have a bunch of our episodes filmed and waiting for you there so you can actually watch us in the studio. All right, so that's about it for the housekeeping for today. This is Soul Sisters with Allison Pierce. This is Soul Sisters, and our guest is Allison Pierce, and she has long-standing relationship issues with my co-host that I'm just not finding out about. Now we'll talk yeah, it out. I'm just finding out now. about it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you're called Soul Sisters. Oh, well, thank you. That's so we, are, are you we feel old good friends? about it. Are we old friends? Yeah. We are... Newer um, friends that feel like very old oh, okay. friends. That's Kind of nice. like you two. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they used to be me and Dara. Now it's you and Dara. Lightning speed. It's just her thing she does with everybody. Um, yeah, so how's it going? It's good. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Um, you had a new album that came out at the beginning of May, right? Yes. So are you done with crazy promo for that or not? Because I guess you're on this podcast right now, so it's <laughs> not totally over. Crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Is this the craziest thing you've done to promote the album? So yes far no? today. Okay, great. Group yes. ther- couples therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, not quite done with the crazy promo. 
Okay. At least hopefully. Yeah. Are you playing shows? Yes. I'm on tour right now. Is this, when's this coming out? This will come out in a couple weeks. Okay. I'm done with tour. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm touring with Joseph Arthur and Uh doing like East Coast and then Midwest. Okay. How's it been? It's good. It's only been two shows. Okay. (laughs) But so far, so good. Have you been playing this material though for a while? Um... Yes. I mean, I've had most of these songs for quite a few years because I was in an, another band with my sister yes. called The Pierces. Yes. And so I would write these songs that would very clearly not feel like Pierce's songs to mm-hmm. me. So I just kind of was hiding them away like a little squirrel. Yeah. yeah I have questions about that. Yeah. So, so I read about that and lots of questions. What's that? Yeah. Pierce's? The idea of having these songs. So, yeah. okay. So you and your sister, you would both write for the band. Yes. And just, I'll give a little context as far as I understand it. You can mm-hmm. stop me if I'm wrong, but that started in 2000, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Where you get, you were both very young. Mm-hmm. And uh, your Let's sound... See, I think I was five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were about that age when you began That's true. music, That's true, right? Yeah. Uh, and then the sound continued to evolve, evolve and evolve and evolve until mm-hmm. maybe about 2011 it became sort of a Pierce's sound. Does that right. sound right? That does sound about right, yeah. Okay. Would you characterize that sound in a certain way? Um, you know, we always had trouble with what it's to the call worst. it. Know. <laughs> it was really hard. I mean, now there's some stuff that I think sounds kind of like it. Like, like Lana Del Rey is like she. It's, actually, it turns out she was a Pierce's fan. Oh yeah, and yeah, and she, we met her, and she was like, "Oh my god, I have all your records." She even like found the guy that we, the producer we worked with on the third record. Um, and worked with him because she loved that that's, record. That's awesome. That's awesome. And well, that makes sense. Yeah, well, when she mm-hmm, first came that. out, people were like, hey, there's this girl that really sounds like the Pierces. And then very quickly we were like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because you're this band that's been around for longer than, like, most most groups that are kind of in your like realm or genre yeah. like or sort of more like two, 2006 2007 sort of even began mm-hmm. and you sort of straddle the like pre pre youtube like pre yeah actually, social yeah. media right. thing totally. and yeah. that's like a very kind of different world than we are in now it's so true mm-hmm. so so like i don't know if that there was a point in time around 2006 7 mm-hmm. that was even pre like gossip girl and all the big hits right. there but where you felt like oh wow this is things are changing yeah for sure. I mean, when we first started, it was like we were up against like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. Yeah. And like that's the stuff that was right. That was big at the time. And so n- nobody knew quite what to do with us. And yeah. Then, yeah. Um, I have a very personal memory of you guys. Oh, really? Yes. Because um, one of my good friends is Andy Green, who works at Rolling Stone. Oh, OK. And I like had a couple of adventures out with Andy and Austin and Alex. And that's how I found out about you guys. And uh, it, it, you were like this entity that Andy would talk about sometimes. Like the Pierces are like these amazing sisters. Aww. I think when we like went to see you somewhere. I forget where it was, but Mark I saw you guys Lounge perform once. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And you were just like these two goddesses mm-hmm. who were so <laughs> yes. cool. And like we're That's... just like running around with the cool crowd and making great music, and I was like, "Oh, I want to be that." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a nutshell. Should we right? start a band, guys? Yeah. Oh my god, dream! The with whole we'll reason for having you is already coming to sure. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Um, 
So back to the original line of thinking I was yeah. going with, like, if you had this sound that was developing with the pierces, when you would write a song in your head and say, nope, this is not pierces, I'm going to stow this away, mm -hmm. what was the difference? Because so much can be about the groove and the... It's true. It's true. Um, you know, it's a good question. I think it. they just... They, they just all had kind of a certain feel, a particular feel, and I don't know, I just knew. You just could tell. Yeah, and occasionally I would be like, okay, this is this is something else, and Catherine would be like, no, I like that song, we're going to, here's just, they're going to do that. Like, and one of them, we did do, uh, we, did, we did both. The Pierces used it as a B-side, and then I put it on my record. It's called To the Grave. So it's, oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. But so is that something okay. now that you... When you decided to go uh, and do a solo project, did you know it was going to have this Americana kind of twangy oh, yeah. thing? For that sure. was always. Yeah. I mean, I think that's always who I was. And it was like Catherine's much more experimental. And she always, she sees, she's a very different writer than I am. Like she sees the potential down like all these different paths. And I'm just like, I got this path right here, and I'm good to go. And she's just like, no, look at all these other paths. So that that's that was great, and I think we made you know really interesting music because of it. Right. But um, it, I was always kind of looking back at the other path, like, one day we'll be together. Yeah. <laughs> well, where did that start for you, like your love for that kind of music? Um, I mean, I grew up with with that kind of stuff yeah I mean my it was a my dad was really into music and he you know was he was all, there was always music on in the house and he was mostly into like singer songwriters mm -hmm. of the 70s okay Did you guys grow up in the south right yeah yeah Alabama yeah right okay where do you live now LA oh how long has that been going on? Yeah. <laughs> what is that I don't know for some reason I thought maybe you lived in Nashville or something no my family, some of my family lives in Nashville, but yeah. um, I, I live in Los Angeles for about uh, four and a half years. Okay. Yeah. Is that, like, suiting you artistically? I mean, I, I love it. Yeah. I just love it. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do not need to promote it any further <laughs> because everyone in America is moving there. Right. I know, it's true. They're in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nashville's, like, oversaturated yeah. from yeah. what I hear. Yeah. I mean, that is too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, it took, took us off track. <laughs> so you grew up playing guitar. I didn't start playing guitar till I was like nineteen. Oh, yeah. Which so, was like when you got a record deal, pretty much. Yeah, right? I, I yeah, I hadn't been playing guitar for that long. So how did that all happen? Um, well, it was like we grew. We started singing when we were very little. And we just, people were always like, you girls are going to be famous. You girls are going to be famous. And what would you sing then? What would we sing then? Um, uh, it was probably like like John Denver. And okay, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but you could harmonize yeah. and like put on a what show. What else do we sing? Then we started singing the Indigo Girls, Simon and Garfunkel. Yes. My dad wrote some songs that we would sing. Uh-huh. Um, and then churchy stuff because we were singing in churches. But oh yeah, did you guys get along great, or was there a sisterly uh, stuff? Like, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, you know, we we love each other very much and always have. But it's do you have sisters? Either one of you? I, I do. don't. 
You do. Are you competitive with her? They're so much older. Okay. So that helps. Okay. What's your age difference? Two years. Okay. Yeah, that's very close. Very Very competitive. Yeah. (laughs) I think just being siblings that are that close in age, just automatically you're going to be competitive unless you have, like, miraculous parents that, like, somehow. So on one hand, like, it's good. Like, we pushed each other to Uh be better in so many ways. Like, Mm -hmm. I would not be the person I am if I hadn't had this feeling of, like, oh, she's going to get ahead of me, you know. Um, but it also created a very complicated relationship and was could be very unpleasant. Yeah. Very and yet you started a band together. Well, yeah. that's that. Yeah. You know, yeah. like. Well, who was into music first? And was there a moment of being like, this is my thing. You get your own thing. No. Right. no? It was okay. the same, same time. Yeah. Because like when we were, we were singing it together at like five and seven okay. years old. Right. So it was. Yeah. So then. At what point did you decide? I mean, I feel like you must have at some point done your own things and then decided to go into it together professionally, right? No, we no, okay. Always. Well, we we both were ballet dancers. Okay, and so we were doing that. I was in Mississippi dancing with a company there, and she was dancing with a school in uh, Pittsburgh. And she got a, an injury and came to visit me in Mississippi, and she was like, "Let's quit ballet and start a band." And, like, the only thing harder than the music business is ballet. <laughs> right, yeah. So <laughs> I was like, great, let's quit this. This is one half a notch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so, ballet will rarely last you long in life. That's true. You know, like, that's it's going to have an expiration. It, it kills you your can, body. Right. Yeah, and yeah. pop stars, they can just keep going. Yeah, right. going. exactly. No problem. 50, 50 uh-huh. 60. Well, <laughs> some do, I guess, but... Steven um, X? Yeah. <laughs> like everyone Madonna. does say Steven X. Yeah, there you How go. How old is Madonna? Six, Gotta be over. 60? About 60, right? Ish. Yeah. I mean, all of our pop stars that we grew up with are now in that yeah. age yeah. group and, and mm-hmm. kicking it, like yeah. going on tour now. So Exactly. Is that good, but for good for them. Yeah, yeah no, it's, yeah. Just, it's not easy. No, no, it's not. Um, so she's like, let's quit ballet. Yeah, she said, let's, let's quit ballet and start, start a band. band. And I was like, so okay. easy. Yeah. So we did that and we were like asking people, like, what do we do now? And they're like, well, go to a college town and start a following. And so we we're like, okay, well, we'll just, we'll go to Auburn, Alabama, because we lived in Birmingham. And why don't we just go to school while we're at it? So we're like, we both kind of entered the school for like a minute. That, uh-huh. that didn't work out. <laughs> and then a friend of ours sent a, a demo we'd made to someone at this label in Nashville, and he loved it. And we were his first signing. Woo! Wow, it's crazy. Was yeah. the was that demo on um, or that song on uh, your first record? Which song? The demo song. That oh, was sent, oh, like... oh, oh! It was a quite a few songs, and okay. no, okay. none of them. <laughs> <laughs> they were all horrible. But I mean, I just. You know, I wonder if it could work that way now, where, like, you don't, you don't have, I mean, mean, like, you probably didn't have any, yeah, there was no social network, so. Following or something. Like, what do you show to say, like, yeah, we can draw people. It's really just, here's how our music sounds, here's how we look, here's how our music sounds. Mm -hmm. And they must have faith that they could make that happen. Just feel so different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's funny. I hadn't thought about that. But that must have been. Like, were you guys flipping out? I mean, being signed? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's, I'm trying to think back. I think it was, it's, it was a blur. Yeah. yeah. Blur. When did you guys move to New York? Um, soon after that. Yeah. Um, I think 2001. Okay. 
And that was part of, okay, we're doing this and New York is going to be the place where we need to be. Yeah, I, I, actually, I started dating someone who lived in New York. Okay. And so I was like, Catherine, let's move to New York. And she was like, hell yeah. Yeah. It's funny, you don't, I mean, if I were 18 years old, singing with my sister and got signed to a record label, I feel like I would have written in my diary every single day and be like, this is the craziest thing. This is amazing. Like, well, looking back, it's hard for you to, like, be, that's, I Were you keeping know. a diary at 18? That's very yeah. cute. I think I did, too. Yeah? Yeah. You weren't? It was the day before Instagram. Uh, when we yeah, where else would you put your feelings? Right. <laughs> Spend our extra time reading and yeah. <laughs> journaling. Yeah, I remember true. when like blogs came out and I like had a blog spot and I remember I was like very emo on my blog and I like wrote and it went down like this blog is like the death of my journal. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. Wow. Does that exist still? Oh gosh, the I think it's, I think I'm private, but it does exist. Oh wow, but, uh, that's so cute. How old were you? That's, that's awesome. I was old. I was like 20. <laughs> no. That's not old. Okay. <laughs> this, is so, this is so emo. But um, <laughs> anyway, I mean, it's just it's amazing. And then, and then it took some time for you guys to find your groove. But then, uh, do you remember the sort of gossip girl days like more vividly as a big? Yeah, step? I mean. I think we, we had such high aspirations as one does when yeah. you're starting a band. So it, it was like the whole road was just full of – it was just a roller coaster because, you know, you get signed and it's so exciting and then nothing happens with the right. album and then you're totally depressed. Like it was so heartbreaking. Breaking. Yeah. Like my heart has been was broken by the music business just countless times. Yeah. Um, because they would promise things and not deliver or because like, it just, we just, we just thought that it was all going to just, uh, you know, right, like you get the record deal and then That's boom, it. you're yeah. on your way. Champagne yeah, you and... think you're going to be famous and sell millions of records and, right. and then your record comes out and nobody buys it <laughs> and it's really depressing. Were you guys able to live off of being musicians at that point? Yeah. For the most part. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. We were because okay. we would get a record deal or a publishing advance uh-huh. or something. And then I think for a while, Catherine um, was a DJ. Okay. I would sum- supplement her income. And, mm-hmm. and I, my boyfriend helped me out for, yeah. for a minute. But but for the most part, yeah, we, it's it has supported us. Uh-huh. And was everything split 50-50? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you have, was there a, a big write, um, learning curve as far as, like, writing? I mean, if you hadn't been songwriters and now all of a sudden you have to write album after album, mm-hmm. 
how was that process, especially being sisters and having any kind of yeah stuff. well that would that would be tough and uh like I said, we were very different when it comes to writing. Catherine's the type that can be like, okay, I'm gonna write a song today, and she'll write this amazing song, and I'm like. I'm just sitting here waiting for the gods to fill me with the song so full that it just pours out of my mouth. You know, like literally that's what I do. Yeah. So I don't write as much as she does. That's cool. It's like exactly the the black and white kind of differences that you hear of artists. Right. It's like, this is my job. I'm just going to sit. I'm going to write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I never have understood that mentality or that ability. I mean. And then it's just like. No, I understand. I just uh, I don't know she's just she's clearer in Uh that way but how do you do it now that you're doing your solo stuff like have you had to write under the gun at all Mm -hmm. and are you not able to okay for the next record out that yes that will happen yeah so you know you guys, how you're going to do it? What? Do you know how you're going to do it? Um, <coughs> I'm going to do a lot of praying. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. A lot of living. A lot of living. I feel like it comes from, you know. It definitely having comes from living. Um, things you want to write on your blog. Yeah. Things you want to write <laughs> in your right. journal, you know? <laughs> I need to quit my job because it's the death of my music career. <laughs> Did I say blog? Did it's I say job. I, I meant blog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> death of my music career. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, it's all material. Yeah. yeah. So the yeah. plan is to continue with another cycle, each on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Is that? I, mean, I think we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Was that a hard choice between the two of you, or was it very natural when you said, "Okay, we're gonna take some time"? It was very natural. Very natural. Like I don't think we could have done it done again. More. No. Not. Mm-mm. So it's a healthy, good thing for the two of you. It really, yeah, really great. Now, I mean, we're getting along better than we ever have. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Where does she live? L- L.A. Yeah. Okay. She was down the street. Oh, nice. Hey. Yeah. Did you ever live together? Yeah, we did, and that's for, that was pretty disastrous. <laughs> Living and working. Yeah. It was it's too much. It's a lot. Too much. Man, I'm an only child, and I'm so intrigued by the sibling dynamic like that. You don't have that kind of relationship with anybody else. Where you can be so close and love each other so much, and you would kill for each other, and but you would also kill each other. Each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It is. Yeah. And working on that level. Yeah. Right. It was kind of like I felt like I don't know if you believe in karma, but it's like I felt like we had this, like we had to finish this karmic cycle, like so, like we'd spent many lives together and built mm-hmm. up a whole bunch of karma that we just had to like work through yeah because when we broke up it was like this like ah, oh, we did it yeah it well that's relatable yeah. yeah like you can have that with people that aren't siblings yeah True. But to feel that yeah a 20-year marriage basically yeah to your sister yeah <laughs> but uh the way you just put that makes me want to ask about uh ayahuasca I've oh, heard you, yeah. you guys are are believers and uh-huh. partakers. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever done it? Mm-mm. Not yet. Or oh, not. <coughs> not yet. Not yet. You got my, plans? I don't have plans. My fiance is dying for me to do it. Oh, he's done it. Yeah, he's okay. done it a couple times. And obviously, and he loves it. He's loves it. Yeah. It's like life changing, and I'm terrified. I couldn't handle it. No, you yeah. totally <laughs> can handle it. You could totally handle it. I mean, it's it's hard, but it's like what you get out of it is so worth it. I mean, it sounds like a spirituality. I don't know. Maybe it was there before, but there's a whole heightened 
sort of way of thinking about the world and life and talk about material. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I, for me, it was, it was life changing as well. And I kind of look at it as like, it's like having a baby, like it's giving birth. I've never given birth. I'm just imagining. I actually have given birth on ayahuasca. Like I fully like gave birth when I was on ayahuasca. But it's like that. It's like it's so difficult and challenging. You think you're gonna, you might die, and it could rip you apart. And then you come out on the other side, and you're like, "Oh my god, I have this beautiful gift. <laughs> this is incredible." Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. I had a bad mushroom trip once, and that's uh, definitely what it felt like. Yeah. I was sure in the middle of it that I would never be normal again. Right. I would never get out of it. I was gonna die in that state. It was like the end of everything. But then afterwards, I was like, "Oh fuck, that was an experience." Right. That it, that I value now, oh, wow. but I'll yeah, never forget feeling like so I was stuck scared. in it. Yeah, very scared. And now I'm like, now that I've done it, you know, however many times I have, it's like I'm like, oh, I can like I'm tougher than I was That's, before. That is sounds like a really yeah, good like thing I can get it. through some shit if you want to throw something at me. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if That's that would cool. be a good like if you're blocked to like all right, I'll just, you know. like writing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 for sure. Is it something that you should do with somebody else, or is it like a totally solo totally experience? Totally solo. Yeah. Completely. Uh-huh. Did you two do it together, though? Yeah, we've done it together okay. both times, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. We yeah. sound so, like, <laughs> lame. We're like, tell us about it. Uh, oh, <laughs> well, oh, my God. It's fascinating. Yeah. It is fascinating. It's, like, the most fascinating Do you throw up done. when you do it? Is uh, that part true? Not every time, okay. sometimes. but yes, sometimes. It's also made me less afraid of puking. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's huge. It's very helpful. A lot of friends of mine are terrified of throwing up. Me too. I know. The I idea too. of throwing up is horrifying. There's I mean, I don't like it. it. There's but an actual like serious? disorder, like a syndrome, like a fear of, being, of throwing like a phobia. Up? Yeah. Do you know what it is? I forget the name for it, but I was like, there. That is very yeah, it's legit. I have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have it anymore. There you wow. go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well. well. Yeah. Do you have like a, a preferred substance of choice for writing? <laughs> Are um, you like a, a coffee writer or a wine writer? Or? I, no, not really. Shower, yeah. shower, yeah. Shower writing, yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it's my some substance steam. of choice. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. It's like for some reason, it's like yeah. I don't know. It's the water. It's the, it's or the the echoes, that you're naked. The echoes, you know? maybe. Yeah. Like, I naked podcast. Naked. We, we <laughs> had an idea before this, before you got here, about doing a naked podcast and just saying that you're naked on the podcast, whether or not you actually are, is unprovable to your yeah. audience. But they would imagine. Let's, let's try like, it out. All right, like ladies, everyone take off right your clothes. Like, okay, I'm just taking, thought of it. taking off my dress right <laughs> now. It's like started real intimate and it's just gotten to like yeah. this level. Soul Sisters, we're bearing our souls and our bodies. Yeah. Evening <laughs> podcasts always go. Have I know, really they're fun. a little loose. Yeah, yeah they're great. We, we do a lot in the morning and then when it's night. Uh, yeah, what is it about the, the nighttime? Yeah. Nighttime's the right time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you someone who's always jotting down lyrics? or little um, ideas or inspirations? No, not as much anymore. I used yeah. to. Okay. There was a time when I was like really obsessed with writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just less so now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably, I mean, is it, you've birthed this thing. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like, right. All right, I can chill for a minute. Relax. Yeah. 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 <laughs> totally. And like let this one like live a life for a minute and then, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where did the Year of the Rabbit title come from? Um, well, a few places. Uh, for starters, I was born in the year of the rabbit. Um, for some reason, my whole life, 
you know that game you play, like, if you were an animal, you'd be a... Mm-hmm. Everyone always said rabbit to really? me. Yeah. Interesting. I know. Why would they say rabbit? I don't know. And I was always like... <laughs> <laughs> I hate Boring. when people yeah, call you... I want to be a tiger. <laughs> but, <laughs> <a> tiger today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, no, no, I, I'm, I'm just kidding. And then... <laughs> but rabbits also have, like, certain symbolism, like... Um, the rabbit in Alice in Wonderland was the the thing that took her attention from like her just boring everyday life into like the spiritual realm into her, nice. her inner life. Yeah. And um, let's see. And the, and then the rabbit in um, the Chinese astrology symbolizes hope. And hey, who, yeah, hope, who, who doesn't, doesn't need a little bit of we hope? We need yeah. it. We yeah. need it. Absolutely. Yeah. What's your um, animal? I don't. You mean that people call me? No. Well, yeah, actually, yeah. (laughs) Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, I meant like Chinese Chinese astrology. It's dog. Eighty-two. Oh yeah, minus two, right? Eighty-two. That's right. It's by a year. I know it sounds so bad when you say it. Like we're loyal yet stubborn. I remember that from like the placemat at the Chinese restaurant I was (laughs) at growing up, which is accurate for me. You're not the most stubborn person. Hmm. You're loyal, though. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the good attributes. I'm the mixed bag. I'm stubborn. Both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, God, you got to be a little stubborn. Yeah, I think every, yeah, I think. Well, stubborn has the negative connotation. It's like, you know, steadfast. Right. Sticking to your right. Sticking Scottish. to your guns. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Strong-willed, yeah. exactly. If yeah. you will, <laughs> nasty women. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> how yeah. is the process being out now with this record and touring and doing press and being in the studio? All of the things uh, solo. Like, is it equally liberating as like the of the like breaking? Um. Through? No, that is less liberating. It's the thing that is uh, more the most challenging without her is press. Because, like, when there's two people, you do half the, the <laughs> amount of, you know, yeah. interviews. Um, this one, though, is pleasure, ladies, I must say. Good. Thank you. Thank um, you. Mutual, mutual. <laughs> thank you. Um, but, you know, I, I, it's nicer, like, on being on the road with her. You know, it's more fun and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, so who are you touring with now? Like, what is the setup? Uh, right now, it's just me. I, ha- I had a guitar player... Um, but he, Dwight Yoakam stole him. Ooh, damn. I know. So um, now it's just me until I find someone else. And I'm on the road with my manager right now. But then when we go to the Midwest, it's just going to be little old me alone in a car. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Listening to Ooh. podcasts. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then once you're done touring, what are you going to do with yourself? I, you know, keep myself busy mm-hmm. in L.A. doing all the L.A. things. Hiking. A lot of hiking. Juicing. A lot of juicing. <laughs> smoothing. I have a little smoothie-ing. I have a little dog that I... Yep. Gotta do that. Oh, my God. My, oh, my God. She's so cute, too. Is she on the road with you? No. Oh, no. She is not nice to strangers, <laughs> so she doesn't get to come on the road. Aw. Yeah. Like, was she a rescue? She was. Okay. Yeah. And she was on the street. Yeah. So she's this, like, little scrappy thing. Uh-huh. That, like, you know, to the people she knows and loves is, like, an absolute angel. But to strangers, it's yeah. not having it. Is it a lost cause or is it something that could maybe be trained? I, she's only two, so I'm hoping that. She'll mellow. Yeah. 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 
Or you could take her to um, a dog shrink. Whisperer? Since, dog whisperer. Since you're in L.A. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. A friend of mine did it, so I'm going to get her number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not below <laughs> or above. Yeah, because that would No, anything fine. for your dog's happiness, you know, know what I mean? Yeah, and that would be fun to be able to bring her on tour. Mm-hmm. No, or bring her to anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we've had guests on this show who brought their dogs. Really? Into the studio, yeah. Yeah. Vanessa Carlton. Yeah, she did. Oh, what kind of dog? A little, like... Um, what was it? A little, a little hot dog dog. Oh, oh dog hot yeah. dog dog. Was it? Hot dog dog. Well, I hot don't know. Dog. I think so. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Was it yeah. a nice dog? Yes, nice it was strangers. a nice dog. Yeah. It was oh, nice. My dog's such a little But good at heart, I'm sure. Oh, the sweetest. Yeah. I laid in bed this morning before I came to work, and I just caressed my little dog that I got oh, living in L.A., oh. and I was just like... Alvy, I love you so much. You're the best thing in my life. Aww. And then I like carried myself and I was like, mm, that's a little <laughs> weird and sad, but that's fine. No one's listening. A, oh. I know. At least I'm, I'm not just saying it on, it on my blog. podcast. Wait, I mean the podcast. <laughs> no, that's the sweetest. That's great. Yeah, they are the sweetest. What kind thing. of dog? He's a terrier mix. Oh. Yeah. They're so sweet. They're the best. Um. Okay, so you're going to kick it in L.A., Maybe start writing some more songs yes. when the spirit strikes you. Yes. Excellent. I think I'm going to have to, I'll have to make myself a little more available. The yeah. Spirit right. <laughs> well, maybe, I mean, if after the touring, you could take a break and. Yeah. Like go to Joshua Tree or something. Yeah. 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 Do you perform around LA at all? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There's such good little clubs out there. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, if you live in LA. <laughs> Hold your breath. Yeah. Maybe Allison will pop up somewhere. One of these days. Yes. Yeah. Or maybe people could just find you in Runyon Canyon. They could definitely do that. Yeah. <laughs> or around the Silver Lake Reservoir. There you go. Well, there are tour dates, right? There are, but they'll be done. Yeah, they'll be done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Way to so, tease everybody, Sorry Pete. about that. Yeah. But <laughs> we'll listen to the record. I've yeah, listen to the record. on repeat, and it's great. Oh, it's beautiful. You. really beautiful. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, a lot to grab onto and oh. sort of sink into. It's Aww. really lovely. Thank and you. I saw that Chris Martin is a fan, apparently. Yes. Well, you toured with Coldplay, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. Was that cool? Yeah, it was. It was very cool. They're like super nice guys. Um, but it's kind of, it's weird when you're like playing, like we were first of three opening at stadiums. So even if wow. there's 10,000 people in a stadium, it kind of feels empty. Whoa. You know? Yeah. So it's a little like, that's oh, we're playing to an empty room that's just walking or like oh walking God, that's around. Like, so funny. I know. Yeah, crazy. So. God, yeah, playing for a stadium. I know. Yeah. It, yeah. It's cool. You know what's fun is playing arenas that are like indoor arenas mm-hmm. because no matter what time, when we play stadiums, like you go, if you go on first, it's going to be light outside. It's not going to be dark. But like an arena, it's inside, so the lighting is controlled. And then you're like, it's like you're just playing into an abyss because you can't see the audience. Right. That's ideal, right? That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Are you someone who makes eye contact with people in the audience? Yeah, I will. Yeah? Yeah. To like freak them out? Yeah. (laughs) Just like stare at someone? And make weird faces. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a good way to connect with your audience. Yeah. Yeah. Just freak them out a little. naked and... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I feel like it it kind of freaks people out though when you... Yeah, If you do eye contact for any length of time, they're just like... They look yeah. away. Yeah. You know? They're like, she can't really be looking at me. She right. must be looking at... Right. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless you, like, 
have a crush on the person who's performing, and then you're like, they're looking at me. <laughs> I know that they're singing this song to me. He's looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, awesome. Yeah, guys, listen to the album. So you're gorgeous. The rabbit. It's beautiful. Thank yeah. you. Allison Pierce, thanks for coming on Soul Sisters. Oh my God, this is so fun. Yay. Next time we'll do it naked. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Wait, I was naked this whole time. You oh, were... yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Wait, we were keeping that a secret. <laughs> I'll edit it out. It's okay. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.